Yeah. Uh, it was uh, a laugh. Oh, yeah, having a laugh. It was just one of those things, you know, just one of those he said, she said bullshit. You're taking the piss, mate. <laughs> All right. Well, we're recording. Let's record. Gosh darn it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cinco. Well, think well, it's Cinco. I think it's Cinco. Yeah. Okay. So this is Cinco of Bits and Chunks. That's right. Five and, bits, five chunks. And if you guys have got seen... a chunk of flesh. Look at that. Oh, Jesus. Is that from your, your kitchen accident? Yeah. Oh, I was making God. steak and uh, nearly chopped my goddamn finger off, yo. Wow. You're actually making steak. Yeah. <laughs> I was making <laughs> steak. I didn't cook. <laughs> it was one of those things where I was, th- I was clenching my hand thinking, I'm just going to power through this. And just because I had friends over, it's like, you know, I, I don't want to ruin the evening <laughs> with a trip to urgent care. And I was like, yeah, I think it's getting better. Just open my hand. Just buckets of blood into oh, this no. thing. <laughs> like, just the the your face just drains of all color. Hey, you <laughs> yeah. all right? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> but, that's what I thought. That's I what know. I thought when I, I grabbed my hand on the uh the trimmer, the hedge trimmer, when it caught my big chunk of flesh and I was like, uh, oh oh it just got the glove. Cool. And I pulled my glove off and it was just like I was like, oh cool. uh, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I mean, I'm laughing because it all came out okay. But it's, it's <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, it's, hands are important to everybody, right? Yeah, but absolutely. you know, I mean, there's none of us that are like, ah, you know, I'm so I'm kind of gotten lazy with the lefty. The right one's a keeper. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for artists, it's especially it's like, man, this is really gonna <laughs> this is gonna hamper some things. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, I, I hope it's healing well. Did you have to get stitches? Oh yeah, seven. Seven stitches. Shit. I wish I'd. I wish I'd went into like urgent care like right after I did mine because yeah. I knew I would have had stitches, but it had to just heal on its own. Just and it's now kind of got the scarring on it that <laughs> kind of feels weird. So it's not normal. <laughs> oh well. It was do? one of those things because it's like I. I had the distinct thought right before. Uh, it was this typical dumb thing where like I was trying to vent the the potato that I was cooking is an mm-hmm. extra big one. And I was, it was like pulling the sword from the stone is a big, <laughs> big butcher knife. And I, and I had the thought, don't cut yourself, cut myself. It was like that in that succession. <laughs> and it was one of those things where it's like, as soon as it bit into my fingers, I was like, that's going to be bad. Like it's, it's, it's going to be tolerable on one and three, but that two is going to be, a problem. Oh no, man. And when I looked at it, it was just, I flayed it. It was like a, yeah. It, <sighs> it was, it was like it'll be okay, it's, and I look, and it's just sagging. Like, was pieces. that like was that like one of those just sharp cuts that you don't really notice the pain? That it's just yeah, like it. It I could tell it was bad though. I didn't yeah. know how bad until I like looked at it. It, it could have been a lot worse, but it was yeah. yeah. It, was, it sucked. Sure. What can you do? Well, I guess you can have it sewn up with seven stitches. <laughs> yeah, I know you can. <laughs> I was at urgent care getting stitches, like texting with one hand, to instructing Carrie on how to make the steaks. Like, get them seasoned. I don't want. I'll be back in about an hour. I'm gonna need this red meat. And uh, real helpful tip: if you bled out like a good cup full of blood into the sink, going home and then drinking like a lot of red wine is really, really stupid. <laughs> you feel a little woozy over there. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. I put on Tucker and Dale for my friends and was like, oh, nice. you guys, you guys finish this. Cause uh, you, your boy clay is, is down <laughs> for the count. 
I'm sure they understood, though. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but enough about my nine fingers. Well, yeah, it's unfortunately you did finally lose that finger after getting even getting those stitches on it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I uh, the the episodes you did with Tony were were great. I mean, uh, great, I, great. I had an episode, I had an opportunity to listen to them in England. Oh, um, good. Because uh, when I there was a day. Okay, so. Out of all the we booked hotels, right? And on Expedia. So, well, so first of all, yeah. sorry to stop you, but but let people know what you did. I don't. Oh, think I'm sorry. The audience yeah. even knows. Okay, so uh, I had booked it. My wife and I had booked a trip to watch Iron Maiden, um, one of the greatest heavy metal bands of all time. Um, to the we booked the trip to the UK to see them three times: uh, Nottingham, Birmingham, and one date in London. Now they had two dates in London, and we actually got a ticket for that that date. So we actually saw Maiden four four times. And it was a great experience seeing them on their home turf. And it was like one of the best vacations I've had in a long, long time. It's nice. one of those things where you come back, where you come back and you're actually depressed to be back home, which is yeah. unusual because usually I'm really thankful to be back home. But this time I'm just like, boy, I kind of wish we had even more time. So we, we spent 10 days in the UK and just lived it up, you know, with yeah. good food. I mean, good food, not mushy peas all the time <laughs> my wife couldn't even bring herself to eat the mushy peas that they brought me because i was like hey you want to try them she's like whoa no no <laughs> so. yeah they they don't look real appetizing i mean one of the um like one of the big stereotypes i hear is that england has bad food and i guess that's you're, you're telling me that's not the case or well mm, it's it's i mean it depends on your taste i guess if, if yeah. you like mushy peas and ham <laughs> <laughs> and food this gray and yeah no i mean brown. we actually we actually ate at a, a lot of different places we did have like authentic english food but you know we went to italian restaurants and it's just like yeah. steak they had steak restaurants you know it wasn't like you know everything was this classic old medieval porridge and slop and mushy peas and beans <laughs> on toast kind of thing but yeah yeah but uh yeah so uh, we i booked uh, the hotels through expedia and expedia has uh, has the amenities of all the hotels, you know, whether they have a fitness room or they have laundry, um, laundry facilities. So all these places, at least three out of the four of them said laundry. And I was like, great, we can bring clothes. And then once we're getting down to the point where we need to do actually do some wash, you know, we're, damn, I keep hitting this microphone. Um, <laughs> uh, we, once it came down to the point, it was like, oh, well, we can just use it because it says they have laundry here. Um, so the first hotel had a laundry facility and of course we didn't need it need it because that was our first night there yeah the second, you can't pre-wash your clothes right right so the second hotel in nottingham didn't have any laundry they specifically didn't have it listed on the we're like fine it's not really that point where we need to wash clothes in nottingham and by the time we get to birmingham uh we're like okay well maybe we can do a load because it says there's a laundry here nope no laundry facilities so we're like okay well we can't do laundry here and there's no really like convenient laundromats around. They call them lawn, lawn, launderettes. They call them launderette, uh, launderettes over there. Okay. So there's nothing around really within any kind of uh, walking uh, uh, proximity. So I was like, well, the hotel in London, it says laundry. And uh, my wife, she's like, well, this place said it had laundry and there's no laundry. I was like, well, I think this place <laughs> will have it in London. And we get to London. 
And I asked them when I was checking in, so do you have a laundry facility here? They, oh, no, we have a laundry service, but it doesn't operate today, tomorrow, and whatever. I was like, (laughs) oh, shit. He goes, you know, we're out of, you know, our undies are running low. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so we wound up. So what we did, I I went down. We we took like a day, like the day that we're supposed to go to see Maiden the first day. That was like the 7th. July 7th and uh I went and bought a little bit of laundry detergent from the local convenience store and brought it upstairs and we used like a little bucket yeah and the sink and the shower and we washed our clothes in there and I, I'm literally in my underwear because I have to go into the 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 shower to hose down stuff and wring things out. I'm yeah. like this old washerwoman. <laughs> I'm like, hey, hey and just ringing and, and it's take it's a lot of physical work, dude. I'm oh, it is. You. It is. And It'll make your forearm feel like they're on fire. It, it did. And I was like, I was out of breath. But the whole time I had your. So that's that leads into the, like having the, the previous episodes of Bits and Chunks on with Tony that you had. And so I could listen to those. And I actually went back and re-listened to some parts because, you know, I, you know you're just busy. And I, I was like, I heard yeah. a part. I was like, oh, I want to listen to that. But I can't do it right now. So so I did go back oh, and cool. re-listen. And uh, yeah, it was really enjoyable. And you, you guys had a great conversation. Uh, I, I, I was really connecting on the point of, you know, seeing horror films that, you know, back in the day, you w- wouldn't phase you at all. And, you know, yeah. when you're in your youth, you're like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, we can see faces of death and we can see all this stuff and traces of death. And it doesn't really hurt us or doesn't give us that traumatic feeling. But after you've you're lived, right. a, after you've lived a while and you said it, you said it in the podcast, like, you know, if you've lived through the horror of a person in hospice and, you know, and then you see that in like a movie or something, it, it really comes back and tr- it, it's a trigger for yeah. you. And it's yeah. ever since, you know, my mom passed and I know your your brother uh, recently passed uh, yeah, yeah. About two years ago. Oh, he 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 died right before COVID. Yeah. yeah. So we, you know, so we both experienced that. And uh, I don't know, you know. For you, when I see like movies, it doesn't even have to be a horror movie. It could just be a, a drama on television where, you know, someone's passing away in a bed yeah. and all, and I'm just like, the trigger, yeah. the trigger hits me and I can't watch it. You know, I have to turn it off or watch something else. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I haven't really had an experience where I've had to, um, you know, like where a horror movie has done that to me, but I can, I, I know that there are certain things. It's like the way Tony said it, there's certain things I don't want to put in my head, which was perfect the way he said it. Like, um, it was, it was, was, I thought it was really gracious of him to, to do that because the guy is, um, I mean, everybody knows Tony he's like, he's one of those dudes that in genre circles, like he's, he's known, he's like, he's, you know, like he's Tony Salvaggio and, um, you know, he's such, he's, he's like such a genuinely sweet guy. And, and the guy that he is now is the same guy that he's, he's always been, (laughs) he's, he's always been like this, um, guy that doesn't like hurting people's feelings. He doesn't like saying mean shit about people. And he kind of goes through life and he goes through, uh, he picks his entertainment through the lens of, of compassion in this way. And that's his, his interactions with people, are kind of are just like that i mean it's like 
at one point in time, I thought that he just didn't like to say mean shit about people because he <laughs> didn't want to screw up some industry contact. But that's yeah. not it. It's just he just genuinely isn't like that. You right. Know? He doesn't he, does, he doesn't want, you know, like he just doesn't want to put nasty shit out there in the world. Right. But, yeah. Uh, you know, it was a lot of fun talking to him. He's uh, definitely knowledgeable about that. And I felt like, you know, maybe this is maybe I could learn something, you know, shit. Yeah. I, we're. I feel relatively new to this, even though we've been doing it for a minute, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but he has, he's sounds like he's an old pro at it with his, uh, podcast and everything, but yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was really cool to, to see you talk to him and actually get, cause yeah, I, I seen him on Facebook, I think. And I seen him like talk or comment on your post on yeah. social media. Um, but it was really cool to see, see him in person. You guys interact. Uh, that was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Jelly Old England was fantastic, like I said, and um, I, I, I did a couple of FaceTime calls with you, uh, probably kind of impromptu times. So, <laughs> yeah, we're going to we're going to post those throughout the, uh, you know, like maybe sprinkle those out throughout the week. So, that'll yeah. Be fine. So Clay actually recorded those FaceTime calls. And uh, <laughs> so and I was actually in the concert. And so I couldn't we couldn't hear each other that well. But, you know, we did have some pretty funny moments. Well, yeah, and comedy erupts as it does. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it's totally uncontrived and unstaged in every way. No, no, no post production in these videos, folks. No, absolutely, absolutely. This is this is a like found footage kind yeah. of thing, you know, where authentic <laughs> reactions. So I, I'm sure you'll have authentic found footage. But I love seeing your pictures from England. Um, like, what what was the experience of seeing Iron Maiden four times consecutively? That's that's very unique. That's a very good, interesting. A good question. Um, <laughs> uh, you'd think after like maybe the second time, you'd be like, okay, well, you know, it's the same set list. You're not going to hear anything different. You know, they're playing yeah. the same thing every night. Um, but for some reason, I th that's what I thought. Like going into after Nottingham, which was amazing, is a great show, and you know, we got to meet a lot of great people. People were really interested in. Uh, us because we're americans they they recognize our accent they asked us where we're from and what we're doing and you know really friendly and um that's great yeah and then in birmingham uh, you're like well okay we're gonna go see made tonight it's gonna be the same thing but you still get in there and they they crank out the first song uh somewhere in time caught somewhere oh. in time and I still feel the butterflies in me, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the, and I'm, you know, and there's songs that I'm singing along to that, you know, I feel like tears kind of welling up in my, my eyes. It's, it's kind of unusual to, to love a band as, as much as I do love Iron Maiden and seeing them live every time and still have those feelings of when you first saw them when you were young or when you first heard them on cassette tape or wherever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Birmingham, it was still great. And, you know, by the time we got to London, you know, it's a couple days later. Uh, we're we're both very tired, you know, from traveling and sightseeing. And we're like, OK, well, we got the London show and then we have Saturday and Sunday where we can just, you know, explore London. And Friday, I was thinking the same thing. OK, here we go. Same. Sentence. <laughs> and it, it was it was the same experience. The butterflies it still blew your socks off. Yeah. That's and then, awesome. Yeah. And then Tina's like my, my wife, she's just. Hey, let's try to get tickets to the Saturday show, even though it says it's sold out. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh man, that's like Sat Friday and Saturday, two days in a row of Iron Maiden. Well, that was how it was in Nottingham, Birmingham. But um, 
<laughs> that was just again one of those feelings like do i can i do i have to see him again yep and that's what we yeah. did we we went in there and those same feelings uh what we did a little bit differently we in london we bought we upgraded our tickets to have like a not really like a private room but a backstage kind of bar area where cool. you wouldn't have to like be with the crowd because we by this point we're just kind of overwhelmed by the crowds in the arenas yeah. so we we got upgraded for like 30 pounds each to go to this little back bar couches relax nice mood lighting you can hear the crowd outside you know but everything's kind of closed off and you could have your drinks and not have to wait in line and oh that sounds cool man yeah just a little bit time to relax but yeah maiden is amazing has always been amazing uh, i got to hear bruce dickinson fuck up the lyrics to stranger the stranger in the strange land like two times uh, he messed him up in nottingham he messed him up in birmingham he just got into the wrong part but he acknowledged he even acknowledged he's like i know i fucked that part up he goes uh but we got it anyways didn't we boys <laughs> <Or> some, some, <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean it, it, it's, it's a good natured way of saying what are you gonna do you know? yeah like, what? <laughs> luckily the luckily the band is solid so they knew what was going on they they continued on and then bruce realized he was fucking up and he jumped back into the right area so well seeing uh, bands fuck up is one of my is is one of the kind of a memorable part <laughs> of the band going experience i remember very different band but i wanted i i was so excited ironically to see bongzilla for years and years i just love i wanted to see bongzilla yeah and they they ate shit so bad on this one song they fucked it up so bad and if you if you fuck up like if you fuck up a Bongzilla song, I could play a Bongzilla song. It's like, you know, and I mean, they were totally fucking it up to the point to where the lead singer guitarist was turning around to the drummer and made this kind of like, are you ever, are we ever going to get back in right. the song kind right. of thing? Like, you know, and I was, yeah, I'm, I'm I don't do anything now, but back then I just like, I brought two weed cookies that had like an, an, just an intolerable amount of weed in them and i ate them both and i was having an out-of-body experience the whole time like i was just standing there with this psychotic look on my face yeah and i saw did them they, again not go ahead oh is it, did they have to restart the song or did they eventually no, get back they on just track? they just they just muddled their way through it <laughs> until it came to kind of an end and then they tried to play it off like they just didn't eat shit for the last 12 <laughs> minutes so <laughs> but yeah, that was funny. And then like the last time I saw him, um, I saw the, the guitarist walking by and I didn't want to bother him too much. But it was like, Hey man, you rule. And he was just kind of like, uh, you know, like he <laughs> didn't want to talk to me and I made it it's kind of a dick move, but I made it my goal to just fuck with him for the rest <laughs> of the night. Cause it's a small venue. So yeah, yeah. you can't get away from people. You're just in there amongst the fans. And I was talking to one of the other guys from the band and then just like and this guy, I, I can tell he was hoping that I wouldn't fuck with him. He's just <laughs> over there in his own thing. He's like, yeah, it's like that dude Magma over here. Magma, the guitarist. <laughs> He's like, okay, you could tell him, like the last thing he wanted was any human inter inter interaction. But that no, was fun. No, I mean, yeah, when, when you see bands especially pro bands you know that are signed and actually tour and do this for a living you know and they fuck up you realize like okay the world is fine people aren't perfect bands aren't perfect i mean my my band gravehill has fucked up there's one time we were playing we were playing in denver and the song we have uh it's called open their throats it starts off really it starts off slow but not as slow as rhett started at all 
Uh, Rhett didn't, Rhett couldn't hear anything in his monitors. So when I said yeah, something happened, and so he <laughs> starts off with this beat. <laughs> it's like a doom song. It is. It starts <laughs> off, but it's just a little bit faster than that, you know? And then we, and then uh, Nelson and Chris, who were on the guitars, were, you know, still looking around going, just they're playing the riff how it's supposed to be played, but just at this time signature that was just at the doom level. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And it really sounded pretty fucking good, but it cool. wasn't how. And so no one was trying to tell Rhett that he was playing the wrong thing. But instead, I just started jumping in with vocals at where I needed to be just at a slower thing. And I was like, and that we just kept going and going. And we have a when it picks, there's a fast part. So right in the middle, it picks back up and doesn't ever go back to that slow part. So I looked at Rhett and I was just. I held the microphone. I looked him straight in the eye and Rhett had no idea what he was doing. I was like, fast. And he's like, <laughs> all like that. And I went, oh, bad. Yeah. Throats. And then he went, boom, and he was back on it. And we all just fucking started jamming. But no one had any clue what happened. It was so fun. <laughs> I mean, did the crowd seem to notice at all? Or They were headbanging. They were like, dumb. Cool, Duh, man. Well, so it's kind of a happy mistake in a way. It was a happy mistake for sure. But we thought. Are we going to recover from this? Should we just stop and do this over again? But no. Well, you did the right thing. You can't. There, there are no mistakes up there, is what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do they call? Um. Uh, what do they call people who have kids on a- happy accidents? <laughs> happy accidents. Yeah. <laughs> what do they call parents? <laughs> kids. <laughs> happy screw ups. <laughs> Yeah, like I'll, I was, um, I I remember I had just told you not long ago that uh, uh, Hellfest is on my bucket list. Yeah, and then I was uh, watching a YouTube like mini documentary on somebody that went to Hellfest, and I was yeah. like, I think I'm gonna make a totally about face and fuck that. And <laughs> I mean, it's just. It looks too intense for me, man. There's yeah. like just a zillion Hessians as far as the eye can see yep. in the mud. Like it looks like the gathering of the juggalos, but with, with <laughs> Hessians. And I'm like, right. I mean, I'm, it'd probably be cool if you could, I don't know, man. I mean, it's, I, I hate to even like throw out the too old thing, but I might be almost there when it comes to m- living in the mud, in the baking heat, yeah, with, I, being sweaty and gross for however it just being and and just the the just the assault of just constant metal loud 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 constantly i think it'd be overload yeah yeah sonically every day (laughs) nothing but metal and you know and you're in a crowd with like how many thousands of people like fifty thousands or something it's it's incredibly packed you know I, i saw i've seen things too i've had friends that go there and they're like oh yeah you just bring your camping gear I'm like, oh yeah, I'll, sure, I'll bring my camping gear. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. I Give mean, me a bed and breakfast. I'll be fine. <laughs> I yeah, I need to to sleep like a human. I'm my. We used to do a bunch of camping when uh, Carrie and I first met, but shit, it's been 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And her family wanted to go camping, not like last summer. It's about a year ago now, and I said, no, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm not. It's too hot. You know what? Yeah. You know, like you you go do it two months from now maybe but no i'm not going in august no no 
Yeah, we we went camping a couple of years ago. Uh, <laughs> friends of ours said, "Hey, we're going camping down in La Jolla, which is like the south, so near near San Diego, kind of like mid midpoint between San Diego and L.A." Uh, and they're like, "Hey, if you want to pitch in like fifty dollars, you know, you can." We're paying for this little campground, and there's like the water tubing and stuff like that by the the river. And I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, we'll do that." And so we bought this cheap little camping set up and it was like a three-day thing it was yeah. like friday night saturday night and then sunday night and so we got there friday and you know it's of course it's a campground and you're out in the middle of nowhere and there's no cell reception <laughs> good lord <laughs> good lord man like all of a sudden the shakes start to the shakes start happening but you know we, we there you know friday all of friday we got there friday morning and all of friday we had Damn it! I keep doing that. We keep, <laughs> we keep, um, we, you know, we barbecue or we grill out and have food or drink beer. You know, kind of hang out in Sounds the water, fun. yeah, and just chill and have. You know, at night we had the great bonfire, not really bonfire, but you know, good fire going with a bunch of us friends just sitting around and drinking and talking, and it was really nice. And then the next day, Saturday comes, and you know, we slept in their tent and slept fine and. Then uh, probably around noon, Tina and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> I think we've <laughs> you know, done it. Yeah. I think we've done it. What we needed to do, we came here, hung with friends. I mean, I can't do this the rest of the day. I can't certainly can't do it for all of Sunday. And she's like, yeah. I was like, let's just go. So we were like, we told everyone, hey, we're going to pack up and get out of here. We There's actually a – we were going to go to our friend's uh, birthday party on saturday so we kind of used as as an excuse to leave um but really (laughs) we didn't really like you said it's just we had our fill and that was it that was my last camping experience and like like you said i don't think i have any real desire to you know pitch a tent as they say (laughs) you know i i probably you know like i used to enjoy it i did um you know, uh, the, I've been on some wild ones. We went to this, <clears throat> I think they called them boogies that you had to be invited because they were on private property, but it was a ton of private property. So there'd mm-hmm. be all these, these weirdos. And, and I say that in the nicest way. And it was, it was, this one was actually scheduled around Beltane. Like this, it was a pagan celebration and there were naked people running around constantly. Um, there was this dude dressed as like a pan flute guy. What do you call him? Like the, the goat dude. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, pan, uh, right. That's pan. Yeah. yeah. And he, and he had these big like guar legs on, like he oh, cool. towered above people. And he had this huge wine glass that he, he was pouring red wine into people mouths and it was and and there was like all these you know like it was all totally kind of just theatrical yeah. to, to me but there was all these uh like you know pagan celebrations and stuff and co-ed bathrooms and just weird kind oh, of yeah. it, it was it was weird man but it was it was memorable it, and they had no, it does sound in fun. the evening that's yeah, just not that the, was, that's not a traditional camping. That sounds like a, a definitely kind of themed and awesome place. That was a, yeah, that was a party and um yeah. you know the it was one of these type of things where you had to be invited and it was and if you came and acted up 
you'd kind of get the other person that invited you uninvited. So the dude that invited us ended up being a bad guy and went to prison for a while. And oh, no. then we lost our, our way in and that was it. It was oh, just kind of, so it just became kind of this memory you know, <laughs> never to be repeated. Oh, uh, well, that sounds like a, a very treasured memory for sure. It's kind of like midsummer, but with more nudity and less actual horror, right? And not and people not being burned in a bear suit or anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, have you watched anything in any movies uh, that you've seen that you know? Have you know, I was I was just asking the same question beforehand. We've had to have watched something recently, but it it must not have made a big impression on me because I. Cannot remember. I started um, Memories, The Origin of Alien, and um, but I haven't finished yet, so okay. it's hard to give a real uh, solid kind of my take on that one. Yeah. Um, what else have we watched? Uh, yeah. Oh, um, did I talk about Influencer with you mm-hmm. yet? You haven't, but I've seen it come across my own uh, like feeds, uh, but I'm not really okay. sure what it's about. Or anything. That one was good. That okay. one was that was one of those movies that um, was way better than it had any reason to be. If that makes okay. sense, like it's it was it, it was beautifully shot. The cinematography was good. Just real basic setup is uh, this banal Instagram influencer goes and records every second of her life, and then somebody takes an interest in her, and it kind of goes from there. And there's some, okay. some twists and turns, but that one was pretty damn good. I'm just making a um, note to to watch yeah. it. <clears throat> uh, what else did we watch? Uh, I, the other ones I think we've we've mentioned. Um, yeah, some other ones that we've I've mentioned, but we didn't get into a real big discussion about them. Um, Caveat and Beach House were pretty oh, okay. good. Right. Um, I tried to watch Terrified, or I did watch Terrified. Actually, uh, Tony really loved that one. I didn't love it as much. Um, terrified or Terrifier? Terrified. Not Terrifier, but Terrified. It's a um, it's a Spanish speaking movie. Uh, I can't remember which country. Which it looks like Spanish. Ugly. It's it's it, yeah, it might be it might be filmed yeah. in Spain. Oh but, wait, um, it's a highly effective horror film from Argentina. Sorry, Argentina. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was definitely worth watching. I'm not going to say that you know that it was bad, but uh, it for me the middle chunk of the movie drugged to to the point to where it just brought the whole thing down for yeah. me and and i felt like the ending was really kind of uneventful but it had such a strong opener and there was there was this this scene in the middle that was really strong and and all of the uh you know uh the cinematography sets and everything looked really nice it's just right. the cohesive tissue wasn't there for me it just oh, okay gel so well, i may give it a try i've seen it come across uh, i've seen that same thing come across my feeds as well um i uh when I got back, I think it was on Tuesday afternoon, maybe yesterday, I was like, I'm just going to veg out and just watch yeah. something. And so I, I attempted to watch Children of the Corn remake uh, 2023, and <laughs> I got about 15, 20 minutes into it, and I had to stop it because it was fucking ridiculous. And I'm like, <laughs> this has to be something that we need to do. Um, so yes. I hope we well, can we put can... that on the list that. Well, yeah, a, we can we can do that. Uh, we can do that. What next time or whenever you want? Like, yeah. uh, uh, death metal is on the horizon. We we're yeah. definitely 
Check we'll work out. A, we'll definitely work on death metal. Um, we can just throw out some of these, but uh, I, there's a certain scene. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You'll you'll definitely know uh, when we when we watch it that I, it, it just stopped me. That's where I had to stop. I was like, okay, this is the fucking idiot. <laughs> we gotta we, we gotta I, I we gotta watch this. So so I I can't wait. Yeah. So I, I stopped that and just kind of did my brows thing. What do I want to watch? What do I watch? You know what? I was like, you know, I hadn't seen that the Leatherface prequel, the the Texas Chainsaw prequel from 2017. So I was like, all right, let's give it a shot. Boy, that was a piece of shit, too. But yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. Have you not seen it? I have not seen it. Okay, it's it's just ridiculous. I I don't they try to turn like a, a, a table on you thinking you think someone's Leatherface, but it's not but you know it's turns out it, it's just really dumb how it was conceived steven dorf's in it who i like you know i think steven dorf's a great actor um he was in the gate if you remember when he was a kid yeah yeah uh, yeah which is is surreal to see yeah he was also in blade the first blade yeah uh, he was and then he was in that true true detective season three as well and he did a real good job in that but oh, yeah okay yeah, i don't think i've seen season three i've seen season two yeah, season three is a lot better than season two. But um, so, yeah, I watched Leatherface. It was dumb. But <laughs> in fact, I was like, should I just save this for because I thought you had seen it already. So no, but so, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing. No one will miss it. Um, but and then I, uh, I've i been working on, I guess, just a, for upcoming projects and stuff for cinematic suffering. Um, I have been working on uh, the Aliens Dark Descent playthrough. Nice. So I, I've got the my first video. It's just Dark Descent is great, but it's got a lot of problems with it. Uh, nothing that's game killing, but just certain little things where it'll just annoy the shit out of you. Yeah. One of one of them is the overly long prologue, which is basically tutorials, the major tutorials, but they last. It lasts along with the story a good forty five minutes. I mean, oh, painful. It's, it's very painful, and the people have been begging for the developers to put in something where you can skip the prologue and jump right into the game. And they say they probably will do it on the next patch or whatever. So I put that entire prologue or I'm going to put that entire prologue on my JT corpse channel. Okay. And my intro is pretty much telling people, this is the prologue. If you want to see the actual walkthrough and gameplay, go to cinematic suffering. So the actual walkthrough and everything will be on that. So I've already got the second video almost complete so well i um it recorded a whole episode of uh alien isolation and realized that my obs settings were just unacceptably fucked up so that was had to go straight in the trash so i have to go back and and play my way back to (laughs) the the good thing about that is that you can that you know certain things are what's going to happen right that, well, and you, it's only a chapter back, too. Okay. It's not like they set you back all the way. Like yeah. It's not like I have to start the game over. If that was going to happen, then there'd be no more right. <laughs> alien isolation. <laughs> but um, yeah, like, and I'll just, I'll just cop to it. But I like, I know exactly where I need to get back to. So yeah. there's, yeah, I'll be, I'll be playing that freelance for a second, but <laughs> it's lesson learned. It's kind of like, you yeah. got to make sure that you're recording correctly before you do a bunch of gameplay. Yeah. I, I was thinking about you when I was playing Aliens Dark Descent for the first time um, when I played it that uh, 
you think it's like this action RTS um, with some different kind of game mechanics in it, but it's uh, it has this stress system for the soldiers. So if you get in too many gunfights with aliens and you're like fully frontal assaulted, the stress levels for your soldiers or your Marines will keep going up until they start developing all these uh, um, defects that affect combat and how so you really want to stealth around as much as you can. And yeah. I was like, Oh, Clay would fucking hate this. <laughs> I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I probably would. And I, you know, like I am getting a little bit better at, I'm, I'm going to try to compile like a, just a death montage. Cause I did get, what happened is I got like um, half, halfway through one episode but i just was dying an unacceptable amount of times to where it would have been just misery to expect anybody to watch that shit yeah so i just i'm gonna cut it here and then come back but that's when i fucked up the second part so i'm gonna have to do it all <laughs> over again but uh i dude i just those those damn um crash test dummy looking working <laughs> joe robots they just yeah. kill the shit out of me i like i i i'm getting better at it i really am but yeah. it's it, it yeah i, I part of the hopefully it's entertaining part of the entertainment is just watching me suck terribly at a game <laughs> well I, I like the death montages because i did it for bramble when i finally finished up bramble there's yeah several parts where you see me dying and there's a i think i i, I try to edit a part out um where you see me die and i'm about i'm like like that there's some <laughs> part in there where I knew I was because I knew I was like I was getting infuriated because Bramble it seems like a simple game until you finally get the rhythm of it you know and then uh, but I was getting pissed at this one part I was like fuck, fuck <laughs> god fucking damn it and, and I did I did piece during the middle of the video I think I did piece some of those reactions together just cool. to see how much I died but you know and then continues on but yeah. Horrible. Yeah, that's um I haven't watched all of them yet, but uh there was a we were actually putting them on during dinner, your, yeah. your playthrough of Bramble, which was pretty fun. Like, you know, <laughs> like I came downstairs and uh to it to get dinner ready and Carrie just had it on. It's not even like you know, I was like, <laughs> Hey, let's watch this. She, right, she right. was just watching it. So that was for in-depth, in-depth gameplay footage of uh, a game that's really went totally yeah, independent the, the 10 people know exists right yeah <laughs> i'm i'm halfway thinking i does it, I, would mortal Kombat be too much of a stretch to to kind of put under the horror umbrella because it's there's gore in it yeah i think it's i'm looking forward to i think it's a stretch <laughs> to be honest yes i think so but. yeah um but there, there's plenty of horror games out there and you know you'll eventually finish finish up alien isolation in another nine months or so so i know i'm probably not even 10 percent done with it it's yeah it, it it is a long game um but i still it was still a great fun time when i when i played it but i i tend to it. i i like stealth games uh to a point um it, this aliens dark descent uh, in my latest video but that i just made um i'm just trying to avoid you can see all the aliens beep Beep, beep on your motion yeah. tracker and you yeah. can see where they are on the map and you're like okay i'm gonna go over here nope the alien come back i'm like fuck i'm gonna go back over here and then i'm bringing the team come on team and then uh another alien comes i'm like fuck like that and i go you know i'm just trying to avoid battle and combat eventually you know you eventually have to fight but you know if you can avoid it, it but the stealth aspect is really pissing me off but when you're playing on <laughs> night 
when you play on nightmare level, you really can't take any of those chances because uh, one alien can lead the two and then two can multiply into 10 and suddenly you're just overwhelmed and it just gets crazy. I do want to, I am looking forward to seeing your gameplay of it. Cause I watched several reviews of it and it looks cool. Like I was, uh, I was a crackhead for Starcraft two. Now I know it's yeah. a different game. I know that, that, uh, this one's more like XCOM, yeah. you know, so I, I understand more or less what you did, what you're doing and the mechanics of it. So I was like, I thought about it for a second, like maybe I'll give it a try. And then I was like, no, I'm not. Why, you know, why would I just, as much as i'm struggling with alien isolation i know that that uh this one will kind of destroy me yeah i mean whatever i i would say give it a ch give it a chance because it doesn't really cost that much but you know uh it's a fun game i'm having a great time everyone has a great time with the game everyone knows it's there's some glitches that aren't game breaking at the moment some of them were that they've already patched out um but some of the voice lines are really kind of goofy and yeah, they, like every time you move your Marines, there's this one a female line that's woo, woo. And it sounds <laughs> she's just saying move, moo. but she's actually saying move. And, you know, or there's a, like they, they clipped it or something. <laughs> yeah, like they might have clipped it or she's just not speaking it clearly. Um, there's another there's a other little line, you know, the, the term uh, open sesame. Yeah. Is, uh, so every time they open up a door, like unweld a door, they say open up, open up sesame. And it's just, I don't know why that just gnaws at me every time it happens, but I'm like, like it's why does not, that bother me? <laughs> why does that bother me? It's not right. It's open sesame, not open up sesame. It's open says me, dumbass. You know what you do, you know what this is. <laughs> uh just a little, just a little line. And and then like uh, the 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 closed caption doesn't match the voice lines all the time. Yeah. And actually, actually, it's pretty common. So you'll notice that it's like, Hey, that's not what they said. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's the thing. And I think that there's uh we've kind of gotten spoiled as gamers because there's, you know, there's these triple a games that are just, I'm still like, I haven't finished it, but um, I, I can't believe that games like God of war Ragnarok exists. I can't believe that they made that. Like that right. thing is I, that had the team had to just be amazing. So and then I'll hear like gamers online complain about some of the most inconsequential stuff yeah. when when it comes to gaming. So I think people have gotten a little bit oh, spoiled yeah. and they've forgotten that not all game studios are huge. Not all games are going to be masterpieces. Yeah. And, and sometimes uh, sometimes all little <laughs> bugs here and there kind of are part of the patchwork of the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, just remember the, the classic, all your base are belong to us, you know? Yeah. That line, it's like, <laughs> yes, yes. that came from a classic time of video games where they couldn't correct it. <laughs> yeah, I was just, it's that that's all there is. Like, yeah. you, we'll, we'll give you the sequel in a couple of years. <laughs> but, uh, well, I, I guess uh, I, we can wrap it up. This is kind of a, a longer episode. Uh, I just, we, Clay and I needed to catch up, even though we had the FaceTime calls, which are really nice. But yeah, yeah, which you, you guys will enjoy those throughout the week as I learn in shot. <laughs> we don't know what that is. What is that? Is that like in shot special... is the editing software oh, yeah, that you can use right on your phone? I'm oh, using okay. it on my iPad. Um, it's pretty amazing that you can the, the stuff that you can do right yeah. on your phone. So I don't know why I'm helping advertise for in shot since I paid <laughs> for the friggin' software, but it's pretty neat. Son yeah. Yeah, I got it so that we could do some neater clips with uh, yeah. like shorts and stuff. So, oh yeah, I'll be showing that off soon. Oh, that'll be rocking and rolling. Um, do we want to like we'll, we'll 
we can work we'll work we're working on the death we're working on the death metal and no, we're working on death metal um but do you want to do like a maybe like a children of the corn run yeah why don't uh, why don't we do that because i want to do justice to death metal we're what uh just to let y'all know we're doing like the full riff tracks mst3k inspired treatment of uh death metal where we actually uh write the jokes out we've only done that with one other movie so far and jason and i both had a great time doing it we did it with devil's island and we're doing the same thing with uh death metal where we're watching the movie multiple times and 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 writing jokes time perfectly to the movie so that you can watch along and enjoy our commentary and uh you know hopefully we have some even more surprises down the line when it comes to to the death metal movie that might be a kind of a a, a big one for us so, so if you was curious what we're the death metal is a horror movie it just came out this year um i i kind of sort of know the the director um i believe he recorded grave hill um for his um, company up in san francisco years ago um but death metal is basically it's it's like uh so it almost feels like a, a trick-or-treat from the 80s uh, uh yeah yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like if evil dead and trick-or-treat had a a, a a baby that didn't get any of the money from either of those franchises <laughs> <laughs> so i i haven't watched it yet but i am going to start delving into there uh very soon probably this weekend and uh but how about we plan we'll plan on some children of the corn 2023 remake cool and we'll see how that goes. That's uh, I'm bad about it. I'm about it too. You, 20 minutes in. I think that's about the mark. Yeah. So, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Excellent. All right, All right guys. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of bits and chunks. Uh, more game footage and everything is continuing to come out. So we have stuff coming out every week, pretty much. So, Keep tuning in. Keep telling your friends. Keep liking, commenting. We've seen some of the. I've seen some of the comments already come through. Uh, uh, we seem to have comments from some of our, uh, from people that are in the movies that we watch, which is actually kind of fun, but somewhat, yeah, yeah. Uh, somewhat a little cringy because I, I feel that they feel a little offended that we <laughs> ragged on oh, them a little wow, bit. You guys are mean, and it's and it's funny because they're finding our commentary. The the last one that that happened that was a. That was back when the, the the podcast was audio only. I was like, I, I forgot we even watched that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the the main actor from that movie commented on a cinematic or our, our cinematic suffering post on Instagram, which you guys should actually go and look up and follow. Um, definitely, yeah, so. yeah. Like Jason said, like, subscribe, and definitely share. Let's let's help get this thing moving. Yeah. All right. Uh, until next time, uh, I guess we'll talk to you guys later. Peace out. Later. Later.